Hello and welcome to Into the Good Comics Edition, a podcast where we read every issue of Boom Room's Power Rangers comic, uh, comics, there's a couple different series, and there's gonna be some other, you know, some other stuff along the way. Right now we're reading Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which was their, their first series, but, uh, we are quickly approaching the point where we're gonna start jumping back and forth between two different series, uh, and that's gonna be exciting. This show, I'm Sean, and I'm, I'm joined as always by Tyler. Hello, Tyler. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing all right. So, this issue, just straight into it, MMPR issue 9, written by Kyle Higgins, illustrated by Henry Presetia. Uh, if you want to follow the show, at Go to the Gun on Twitter. But this issue, I feel like this issue marks a turning point in the comics where things change after this issue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, I think you can probably tell why that would be the case from what happens at the end of this issue. But yeah, uh, the Vulcan skull part really, really, really yes, changed things up. At the it, end there. it really establishes an entirely new thing, you know. Um, but but up until this point, what were your impressions of of the series issues one through eight? Uh, I thought it was you know I was doing some cool things, stuff you don't really see in the in the show of course with the, with a more i guess modern take at least mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know it's definitely not the 90s uh in this in this comic but uh i, I mean i like where it was going so far some mm-hmm. of the some of the detours were a little uh, i don't know felt unnecessary sometimes or maybe just placed kind of weirdly but uh-huh. that's like the the Zack issue yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah i i i agree i also think that uh I think as we as we're gonna get into this uh, and as we continue to go forward, I feel like issues one through eight make a little more sense in in retrospect, because to me issues one through eight feel like when you're reading them, you're like, yeah, this could have happened in between episodes, right? I feel like the Black Dragon is a villain that is big enough yet still small enough that you could be like, yeah, this could have been a villain that they fought and they just like like it feels like this could be happening in between episodes to me. It feels like it's pretty firmly in line with, with the, uh, with the comics. Um, and then this issue ends and I think that's when we jump the shark of, okay, yeah, no, this can't be a story that's just happening in between the issues or in between the episodes of the show. This is like a different thing. I don't know if you read that similarly, but that's kind of the impression I got. Uh, let me answer you, Sean. Never thought about it. No, never thought about it. Fair enough. Never, never thought uh, of it in the context of episodes. Just more like these are things that are happening. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. This week we're gonna try something different. Uh, we're not gonna do a straight recap. I just kind of want to talk about stuff that uh, I'm I really like about the issue and, and stuff that you really like about the issue and some topics in a kind of deeper. Uh, in in a, in a uh, some topics a little bit a little bit deeper that that happen in this issue, but but first of all, from you, now M- MMPR issue nine. What did you think of the issue overall? As it is kind of it is, it is like the 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 end of a, a little story arc kind of. Uh, that was good. It had it had a nice some nice hero moments. Uh, all the Rangers coming in, you know, taking over the Zords. That's cool. You know, Jason being like, "Do you really control those orbs, though?" I don't think you do. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think you control those orbs anymore, dude. 
uh, you know, nice, nice talks with between between Billy and and Goldar. Yeah, that was, was cool. Nice, it's a nice scene. And then you know we find out some pretty interesting stuff towards the end. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the the ending, or do you want to start with the cool stuff that happens before the ending? We can save the ending for the ending. Okay. 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 So immediately uh the first thing that really stood out to me while reading in this that was actually um a little a little strange to be honest uh when they appear uh when the, when the, when they appear right and it's the it's jason but he's got the green suit on and then he teleports into the zord now Again, we kind of talked about this last time, how we weren't entirely sure how the the blocking and unblocking of the morphine grid, like how all that was was working. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about how... Like, uh, so... So Jason is... So I guess what I get from this issue is that Jason is receiving his power set just channeled through... Tommy, because it's he controls the Tyrannosaurus, the Tyrannosaurus Zord, the dinosaur, mm-hmm. and they all control the Mastodon, the Pterodactyl, the Sabertooth. It's not like they're getting Tommy's powers split between the five of them. They're not getting control of the Dragon Zord and stuff. They are getting control of their own Zords, and their suits look like their own suits. I guess it's just getting channeled through Tommy, so that's why they look green? Yeah, the, the, the green part of the... Morphin grid is, is being channeled <laughs> to them. But I don't know how the colors work with the morphin grid. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Like why wouldn't they all be like why wouldn't they always be the same color all the time, you know? But, but the- uh I, I I assume that's how it works. Yeah, they are getting their powers. They're not splitting Tommies, it seems, at least. Cause I feel like if they were splitting Tommies, I I feel like they wouldn't be able to use the Zords, right? Probably not. Because they, they wouldn't be their power set? I I don't know. I Maybe that's just how I understand it. But that was something that I was reading, and I I think this whole splitting the powers thing has been kind of confusing. Um, but it did lead to the really cool scene of the... Uh, of like the the rangers all in their zords and black dragon's like aha but i still have the triceratops <laughs> and it's like Tommy's wow just... big big whoop dude big <laughs> big oh boy real scared which is it weird because because he's like i still have the triceratops and then tommy's like mm, are you sure about that so 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 the black dragon grows big Goes to fight the Dragon Zord, and then the the uh, the Triceratops Zord turns to his side, or not to his side, to the Ranger's side, which was because like it's in that lineup staring him down in that one scene when it's all of them because it's really cool where uh, there's. Yeah, the black dragon's on the tricera- the Triceratops Dinozord, and he's like, oh, I've still got this thing. And then Tommy shows up with the Dragon Zord and is like, I'm gonna not, not going to let you do that. Yeah. Black dragon grows big. They start to fight, 
and yeah, he says, he's like, he's like, you, you, you're fucking stupid for coming yeah. here, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tommy's like, hey, that's why I fucking didn't, kind of. Yeah, I'm on a, I'm on a <laughs> building instead. And then Kimberly chimes in. Besides, this time he's not alone. And then we get a really cool shot of all the different Zords like getting ready to duke it out with the Black Dragon, and the Triceratops is with them. So I'm not sure how they regained control of the Triceratops Zord. Just don't think about it. I guess just don't think about it too hard. Okay, fair enough. Um, and from there, again, another thing you talked about was the scene in between Goldar and Billy, um, which was something I had been talking about. I think the last couple of issues I've been saying I really enjoy their little conversations. I wish there had been a little bit more. I feel like I still got a little blue balled with, with, the, uh, with their scenes, but... I do really like the scene where I, I, first of all, I really like that Goldar is just like taking the pun. I feel like we get such a great insight to who Goldar is as a character, just from the little bits that we've gotten of him and Tommy in, in this yeah. comic. He feels way different here than he does in this show. Yes. In the show, he's like, oh, hey, hey, Goldar. Of <laughs> 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 course you Rangers. You yeah. Know? He seems a little more respectable here. He does. And in in this he's like, yeah, I have control of the over this like domain. Yeah, Billy Billy is like Billy's like, how are we how are we seeing this stuff? Yeah. Aren't we in prison? He's like, oh no, this is my place, but just because I'm trapped here doesn't mean I can't control it. And then Billy's like, so wait, you you can control it? And he's like, Well, yeah. And he's like, Well we could leave. And and Goldar's like, I I Goldar has that like undying kind of loyalty or sense of honor in a very weird way because he is a bad guy, but he does kind of see it as a sense of honor of like I have been put in this prison cell and I am going to sit here until I am let out, even though he has complete control of leaving if he wanted to. Yeah. Which is a very interesting character to to have, I think. I, I think that's an interesting character type. Um, Bill is like, well, maybe you could, maybe you could, maybe I'm just theoretically, maybe <laughs> you could take someone else out, you know, let someone else go? Yeah. Yeah? Is that a thing you could do, maybe? <laughs> you know, just oh, asking for a friend. And then I like the conversation ends with Goldar calling back to, I think, the first conversation between the two of them, like, two issues ago. Goldar says, Enemy is, enemies of our enemies. And Billy repeats it back to him. And then Goldar opens a portal and lets Billy go. Yeah, because they're, cause they're talking about Black Dragon. And yeah. Golden, they're like, Goldar's like, I really don't know what the fuck is up with him. And Billy's like, you don't know him? I, I thought you knew him. And yes. And they notice the hatch. And he's like, hey, I know about machines. If you, if you let me out of here, I could, I don't know, I could fuck him up. So they do talk about the Black Dragon, and I do want to talk about this now uh, without getting into what is shown at the ending. I feel like this is when we start to really get some weird stuff about the Black Dragon, or at least the way Goldar talks about him, because uh, he says that his voice came to the Empress from beyond. She made a deal with him to come here, though I am not sure this is his true form. So... Without, like, like when you were reading it, when you were actively just going through, I know we've had, like, stuff in the past that 
has been interesting about like what the uh, about like the, the Black Dragon's knowledge of the other Rangers and everything like that. But when Goldar says that, did you have any thoughts about like that's that's really weird? That implies something kind of bigger than than uh, has been implied yet. Uh, I was just more like I wonder what he means by that. Like, is he gonna mm-hmm. is he gonna change into like a different kind of looking dude or? Or something, but knowing at the end, it, 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 yeah, yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. Sense. Uh, we get a little scene. Uh, I, I don't. There's not much I have to talk about with this scene, but I do want to bring it up just because I do. There's a shot of um, because because uh, Goldar lets Billy go. Apparently, off screen, Billy like sneaks through the palace, Pandora's palace, and like gets the. The uh, his communicator back or something, but he he teleports to the rooftop that Tommy's on, and I do like there's a shot of Tommy overlooking the battle playing the dragon dagger, and you can see little music notes flying mm-hmm. away from him, and I, I think that's cool. I also love the mid teleport look whenever a, a character teleports in, and you can see the little lines coming off of them. Uh, there's a little shot of Tom of a uh, Billy like that when he when he arrives, um, but yeah, and then we go into. The Dragon Zord, and that's a cool little scene. Or the not the Dragon Zord. Well, kind of the Dragon Zord. We go <laughs> into the, the <laughs> we go into the Black Dragon, and this isn't when we really get the interesting stuff about the inside of the Black Dragon. We do start to see what it looks like inside, uh, but it it blows up. Like they they take out the power source, and uh, the it starts to shrink down. So. When I was reading this pan- this this part, I was actually unsure. Is the building shrinking around them, or are they shrinking with it? I, I couldn't quite if, tell from if, the drawing. To me, it felt like the building was shrinking around them, because it felt okay. like they were getting more cramped in there. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can kind of see it when the green energy and i do think maybe one of the darkest things we've seen in in the issues so far is uh this green beam appearing tommy and billy trapped and tommy says i don't think we can hold out tell my mom i love and then there's just an explosion uh and that's that's pretty that's pretty dark <laughs> yeah then they pull apart the the black dragon yeah and- for tommy and billy and they, they get in there, and I again, this is where I made the connection. Uh, I did not make this connection when we were rereading it, but I made the connection after the fact that there was an issue a, a little bit ago where Trini had studied the inside of the Dragon Zord mm-hmm, when they mm-hmm. were unsure about, like, kind of, that was like the kind of the first little four issue story that we had at the, or four or five issue story at the beginning was uh, at the, at one point in there, Trini had gone inside the Dragon Zord and studied it. So I I did realize, I think it's a, a neat detail that Trini's the one that goes, I know these pieces. I think these are parts from the Dragon Zord. And again, we're building up to a bit of a reveal. Yeah. What, what did you well, think? Well, when I was reading this, before I get to the part where she says that, I was like, is that, is that it for Black Dragon? Is he just, he's just dead now? Is that, he's gone? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of lame, but all right. What did you think about Tommy and Billy? Did you think they were just going to find them in the wreckage somewhere or what were you? 
No, it looked like they teleported or were transported somewhere. Okay. At least that's what I took from it when I read it. Okay. What did you think, did, or or did you were you just going at that point and you didn't really think too much about it? But when Trini does say that the pieces of the black dragon are from the dragon sword, I was just like, hmm, what does that mean? Okay. Because I do think that one of the things this issue does really well is it kind of hits you with hint after hint, and I feel like this issue even more than any of the like last three issues that the black dragon has been in is very like. A, a build up to the reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a little scene where, where uh, Rita is talking to, to something and she's saying, she's like confused that the person is still alive. Saying she's the talking range- to the, the owners of March Caprice. That joke was for nobody that listens to this podcast. Yeah, literally no one. But but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the owners of March Caprice. Uh, so Rita is talking to this shadowy figure, and the shadowy figure says, "I was never really there. The black dragon was a vessel. It, it, it was." It came from my plane. Interesting wording, right? Plane. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't actually me. It was just like something I was controlling, uh, which makes sense seeing as we know it's a robot. And we were told many times that it was like robotic. Um, mm-hmm. And Rita says, you made big promises. And the person says, which I still intend to deliver on. I know where Tommy and Billy are. I know where they've been transported to. And then... We get to see the mysterious figure who I feel like you probably have encountered this person on the internet somewhere. Yes, I'm I'm well aware of Lord Draken. Yes, we have our first look at really what these comics are really about. Like even yeah. kinda to this day. I don't wanna I don't wanna get into it too much, but but Lord Draken's uh, um impact on the story is pretty much everlasting. Uh, and we see Lord Draken. He says that they're in my world and they have no idea what they're in for. So first of all, I think Lord Draken looks bad fucking ass. He's got a cool suit. It's like a mix between like his, his dragon shield and, mm-hmm. and the white ranger die key die, die ranger kind of suit. Yeah. It's a cool look. Yeah. I think he's sitting on Zed's throne. I think that's Zed's throne, isn't it? Uh don't Yeah, know. I don't I don't know if you know what Zed's throne looks like. Lord Zed Throne. Look it up. Uh like a cracked version kinda. of the throne? Yeah, yeah, actually yeah, it is. It's missing like the outer the 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 outer part of it's kind of broken, but it's it's the same the same throne. Or is that Lord Zed's throne, or does Rita have a throne? It could be either of those thrones. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a throne though uh, that that he is sitting on. He's he's definitely Lord Zed definitely rested his ass in this throne before. <coughs> I was taking a sip when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely choked. <laughs> 
And we have, I think, the, I love that they have no idea what they're in for in the close-up on Lord Draken's visor. And then we, we see Tommy and Billy waking up in, like, some sort of kind of dystopian city-looking area. And they, they're kind of, you know, where are we? And they look up and they see the statues of Rita and the Green Ranger. Yes. And we get hit with the to be continued. So, uh, uh, what did you think of the Lord Draken introduction? Well, it was, you know, it didn't really blow my mind. I knew about him once I saw yeah. him. I said, oh, okay, now it just makes sense. Now, yeah. now all the pieces are coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a good build up, I guess. Uh, uh, evil Tommy. <laughs> He's back. Here he is. More Tommy. We're going to have two Tommies <laughs> going forward, Tyler. Not just one. Uh, I do think that the... the um, Lloyd Draken and his whole deal is a very compelling thing, especially when you're not talking about Draken himself, mm-hmm. when you're just in his world and you're talking about like, like we're going to get a lot of that. Obviously we're going to explore his world and what happened, but the other aspects of his world that aren't about him specifically, I think are a little, the strengths of early uh, Power Rangers comic writing, at least the boom studios runs. Uh, I think yeah. I think that's a big strength. Uh, I I reading it, I felt like knowing that Draken was what we were building to. I felt like it was kind of obvious on reread. I don't know if you ever in the back of your head was like, or or, or thought that the Black Dragon was leading to Draken. No, no idea. Okay, not even a clue. Okay. Didn't cross my mind. I'm glad that it didn't, because I, I do think that's a good moment. Um not knowing that. I think like That's why I and it was funny because at the end of every issue I was like, when's the fucking Draken reveal? <laughs> that's I I'd, al- <laughs> I'd always like look ahead and I'd be like, what the when the fuck does Draken show up? Um when do we start getting into that stuff? Uh when does she go up here? When does she go up here? That's a good question. Um, I just, I want, I want this to get Kingdom Hearts levels of Tommy out. Like, how many? I want as many Tommies as there are Rikus. You know? Well, a lot of fucking Rikus. You know what, Tyler? You might get your wish. Hmm. You might get your wish. Nice. Um. But now that I, now that I know that Lord Draken is is what we're doing right now. I'd, I'd love some more context for other stuff I've seen, like the Magna Defender and and not Magna Defender, but the 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 Black Ranger. That's not really a Black Ranger, but he's got the gun. I don't know what he's called. Ah, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yep, I'm not gonna the, say the Sentinel but or I, something, and and like the evil mm-hmm. Pink Ranger or something. Oh yes, yeah. uh, I think we're a little ways away from that, but that shit is. I'm I'm so excited to read. Uh, I, I think you probably have seen online. She has a, a little three issue mini series. Um, that is, I think some of the best of the comics and that, but that's like, that's so far that was released like last year. That was like last October. So, you know, um, this is, this is all just stuff I, I see in the fighting game that I don't play. Cause mm-hmm. I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. 
but I see it in the fighting game and go, what's up with this different version of this character I don't know anything yep. about? What's going on with that? And I do oh, think... I guess... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I guess, well, I guess I'll see. I guess I'll get some context for all that stuff. You will get context. You will get a lot of context. I do think that once they kind of remove themselves from the TV show a little bit, because obviously, you know, I don't want to get... Um... I don't know. What do you think Lord Draken meant by uh, it came from my plane? Like, His plane? Like, yeah, he says that the ve- it was a vessel from my plane. Like, what do you... What do you think the the this place is? Like is it another timeline? Is it another world? Like what what is th- this area that they're in, do you think? Or this world that they're in? Probably some timeline reality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That seems like the safest bet. Um Probably. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really remember how they explain it. <laughs> so, we'll see. Uh, I am very excited because they do kind of... I think they stretch a little bit more going forward and make it a little... I think it gets a little more mature as we... Not like super mature. Because I would not like that, personally. I'm not like I'm not one of those people that's like, man, an R-rated, gritty, dark Power Rangers... It's not like that. Power... Power Ranger needs to have cursing and drugs. And, yeah. And, not like that, but that's... it is, you know, the storytelling is a little more serious and they kind of, I think the stakes are a little higher and they, um, and yeah, I, I think it's really good. Um, do you have, before I read to you, uh, uh, what the next issue is about, do you have any, uh, do you have any like predictions for what might happen next? When am I going to get context for the Ninja Turtles? When's that going to happen? Is that a when, thing? What, what, do you mean the, the Ninja Turtles crossover? Yeah, when's that going to happen? Are we doing that? Is yeah, that we can do doing? that. Uh, it is not in the main continuity, I don't think. So we just that would be a thing that we'd set aside to decide to do at some point. Um, I don't think it's set at all in the continuity of the rest of the uh, Boom comics. Uh, so I don't. I so what I mean by that is I don't think if we read it, it would spoil anything. So I think we could, um, we could cover it at any point. But I want to move a little bit further in, in with this series. There's maybe a certain point that I think would be good to take a break before Shattered Grid, but still uh, after we get through some of the kind of stuff that's happening right now. I can, I can, I can, I think of a, I can think of a place kind of soonish that we could do it. Um, but what do you, what do you think about where we leave off with this issue? What do you think's next? Uh, well, we'll probably, we'll probably see what the fuck the other Rangers are, are going to do about this. Uh, and then we'll, we'll probably get some Tommy and Billy, uh, I don't know, maybe exploring, seeing what's going on. Maybe they'll run into some, some danger. That they're not familiar with. Uh, that's about that's about all I got going. Okay, another really important thing that happens in this issue before I give you the synopsis or the little yeah the little synopsis of what's going to happen or what uh, or what issue ten is about. Um, we started the next arc in the ongoing adventures of Bulk and Skull. Did we? We did. We did. We just it was just uh. 
uh, it was Rita up in her palace and she called uh, Finster to her and she was like, you suck. And then she looked at Bulk and Skull on Earth and were like, man, they'd be great commanders of monsters. And she was like, Finster, make me a monster that Bulk and Skull will control. And and that's that's what we're, we're setting up. We're setting up some stuff there. So be excited for that. Um, That's very exciting. All right. All right. I'm I'm really excited to read this to you. I'm really excited to read to you the the synopsis of issue ten. It hit me. As someone who tends to shy away from conflict and confrontation, Billy feels like the least likely candidate to protect Earth. When he first receives his power coin, he's constantly afraid of not being oh, prepared. Shit. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> forgot. I fucking forgot it. I have it. I have it downloaded. I I know it's not. Continuing the fucking story, but <laughs> god damn it. And god damn you, Power Rangers. It'll take a carefully strategized battle and the support of his friends to feel like a true member of the team. This Maybe we story... should have this chapter when I don't know, when Billy fucking disappeared. You know, when he got when he got put into the dark dimension. We could have had this chapter. The story takes a break from the overarching plot of previous issues to Why? give a bit Why of character focus on Billy. God damn it. <laughs> I'm I'm just glad you're so excited for that. Just don't get why they do it. Why they do it like this? It's like, damn, things are things are getting good. Time to s- slow down. Time to put your fucking pants back on. I'm oh man, I'm so I'm so excited to keep going because there's a. Uh, I I think there's one more time like that. That I can think of. Uh, you want to hear a little note, a little bit of trivia that might encourage you a little bit about this story? What is it? This is this is going to be the first issue in which Tommy Oliver does not appear in any capacity. You want me to read this chapter, or? <laughs> yes, yes, we ha- we have to read it. Issue ten. Okay. <laughs> you don't sound super excited. I'm sure I could get by not reading it and just kind of guessing what happens. No, no, no. I think it's going to be important. We're going to have to. We got to get familiarized with with Billy because now he's on this other Earth with with Tommy. Is he also going to get jumped in an alleyway? <laughs> you can only hope. When's a training chapter? Um. No comment. It's probably the most interesting. No, no comment. Uh, but that is that was the issue. Uh, let me bring up my data sheet. Uh, let's see, MMPR issue nine. All right, Tyler, what was the what was your favorite moment or favorite whatever in the uh, in the issue? Uh, I'll say my favorite panel is Dragon on the Throne. Okay. Good shot. Dragon on the Throne is fucking cool. It's really, really cool. Um, my favorite shot is uh, Tommy and Bailey looking up at the statues of Rita and the Green Ranger. Uh, who's the MVP of the issue? Goldar. My man. 
Just let him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's Goldar. And what would you rate this issue out of five? I get a four point five. Okay. Uh, this one, I this one's a five for me. This is kind of what I've been waiting for since we started. Um, and while the buildup was a lot of fun, this is kind of like, all right, let's get into it now. Let's get into some weird shit. So, uh, I, I, it was also, I think for me on reread, a very good payoff to the buildup. Um, but yeah, that's all I have, Tyler. Where can the people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R-T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. Everything I do is in my bio. Awesome. Uh, same for me. I'm at Sean underscore AFK. Everything that I do is in my bio. Uh, all this show's art was done by at my name is Sean at my name is S-H-A-U-N-N-N on Twitter. You guys can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all under that same handle. Uh, thanks for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at go into the grid on Twitter. You can email us at go into the grid at gmail.com and you can join our discord server. The link to join that is in the episode description. And it's also in our Twitter link tree, which is in our bio. Uh, we also show on anchor anchor.fm slash into the grid. And you can find the show on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, overcast, pocket cast, radio, public cast box and podcast addicts. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys next time when we go into the Billy zone. See ya.